Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, June the 3rd at Churchill Downs. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. It's a really nice card. It's their Stephen Foster Stakes preview card. So uh, the stakes races that will take place on Foster Day later this summer, uh, these are preps for those races, including the Blame, which is the big prep for the Stephen Foster. We'll get to that in a moment. Jim, let's start in the eighth race with the grade three Shawnee, Phillies and Mayors four and up at a mile and a 16th in here. And I didn't uh, have a, a strong opinion. I thought this was a pretty well-matched group. Where did you land? Yeah, I thought it was too. Uh, I landed on Frost Point uh, and the, the two Mayors that came out of the double dog there at Keeneland, I'm going to go one, two in here with Frost Point and Hidden Connection. Flip a coin between them. Uh, there was only three quarters of a length left but between them and uh, hidden connection had a fairly easy league in the double dog Derek Keeneland, but uh, and and Frost Point ran her down. Don't know if she'll get that good a trip here, but it's only uh, an eight horse field, so she should be able to na- navigate the traffic. And I think Travel Column is going to push Hidden Connection on the lead. So Frost Point with a very small uh, advantage here. I think you can make a case for Pauline's Pearl. She disappointed in the La Troyenne. But if you go back a couple races, she ran really well at Churchill and the Florida League last July. And uh, in the La Torrienne last year, she won it at Churchill. So if she gets back to last year's form, she's going to be right there. I was a little disappointed in the La Torrienne this time. So she may not be quite the mare she was at four as she is at five. And Hidden Connection ran behind her at Houston. I just think that those two horses coming out of Double Dog Dare have a little bit of an advantage here. and That's where I'm going to go in the pick four. Um, Frost Point is my win bet in the Shawnee. I ended up taking Pauline's Pearl on top. I'm going to uh, forgive the La Troyenne race and, because she was reportedly training well. Uh, the race you, uh, the, well, you mentioned last year, but she, her comeback race this year was very good. And then she went out to San Anita, went around one turn, sloppy track, and uh, I think she's better around two turns, certainly. And she was wide in the La Troyenne. She's had a couple of good works since then for the Asmussen Barn, and we know she likes the track. So uh, just on the angle that I think on her best day she's good enough and the price will be good because of how poorly she ran in the La Troyenne, I'm going to play her on top. But I think Frost Point's the one to beat. That uh, 93 buyer last time was her best, and that was uh, in a grade three, uh, Hidden Connection ran very well that day, uh, just got caught. And then the other one I'm going to use is Idiomatic, just off the fact that she was second in a grade two. So I'm going to go four deep when we get to the pick four, but Pauline's Pearl on top. The ninth race, second leg of the pick four, is the Arlington Stakes, four-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and a 16th. I thought there were two horses in here that have kept classier company set piece and classic causeway. So I think I'm, I'm going to go deeper than those two, but I think one of those two is probably the more likely winner. I took set piece on top, the comeback race on Derby weekend. Uh, that was against, uh, it wasn't a graded stake, but it was, you know, Annapolis won it. That's a grade one horse. So that was a much better field than the ungraded nature of the stakes race would suggest. Uh, this horse has won four times at Churchill. Second start off the layoff. I just think all this is right in his wheelhouse. <coughs> Classic Causeways making the third start off a layoff, so could be ready for a peak effort. And this horse has won a grade one on turf. So 
Um, that uh, I don't know anybody else other than uh, maybe set piece can say that. So uh, I like those two a lot, but I'm also going to use Royal Patronage, Lifetime Best Buyer in the four-year-old debut. Uh, Harlan Estate uh, has good speed and ran big against uh, Tiberius Mercurius. And then uh, also going to take a look at uh, Tiberius Mercurius, obviously. This horse um, ran uh, really well in Allowance Company on May the 11th and has a third behind Royal Patronage. So he fits certainly with uh, those horses. Some of them five deep. We get to the pick four with set piece on top. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going four deep in here. I think it's a well-matched field. Um, the question with set piece is, is he going to be as good at seven as he was at six? Uh, always a question as these horses, uh, these geldings get later in their racing career. This horse is one eleven out of 26, four out of seven at Churchill. I think you got to use him, but I'm thinking he may be a little vulnerable in here, and that's why I'm going deep. And I think Royal Patronage has a lot of upside. <clears throat> On the other hand, this horse is only a four-year-old. So he's lightly raced compared to the, some of the older horses in here. And he beat uh, Tiberius Mercurius last time out. And Tiberius Mercurius is a seven-year-old um, running for the second time at Churchill after winning on May the 11th. Um, and that was his best lifetime uh, effort. So I don't know that he has as much upside as Royal Patronage. So I'm going to use Royal Patronage on top. I'm going to use the two that you mentioned, set piece because of back class. And Classic Causeway, who may get a fairly easy lead here, uh, get smoking, has got some speed on the inside, but uh, Classic Causeway could control the pace. And uh, BJ riding for McPeak uh, is a big deal at Churchill. So I think Classic Causeway has a big shot. Seth Peace has a big shot. But I think the Royal Patronage has the biggest shot of all three. I think he's going to get better for Graham Motion and Johnny V. So we take Royal Patronage on top. Tenth race on the card, third leg of the pick four is the grade three blame at a mile and an eighth for four-year-olds and up. This is the prep for the Stephen Foster stakes later in the summer. Uh, Rattle and Roll is going to be a strong favorite, I think, in here off the, the win in the Benali. It was very impressive, and then he followed that up with a victory of the Pimlico Special. Um, can you beat him? I think you can beat him, but I think he's the strongest favorite of the four races that we're going to talk about. I think – um, there was some chatter that uh, he he was not on top of his game in the Pimlico Special. He may regress a little bit from the Benali, but he didn't. Uh, he won a tough uh, race with speed bias and Clapton there. He, he uh, came down the stretch and got his nose in front. Horse just knows how to win. It's seven for 17 lifetime, two for five at Churchill, always in the money at Churchill. And um, I, I think that he is the most obvious favorite here. He should work out a trip from the inside. Um, but it's a, it's a classy field. I think Pioneer Medina, Medina, if anybody beats him, it's going to be this horse. Could move forward off Ben Ali. He's been off a little while since April 22nd. But uh, has a 103 buyer in his in his pocket. He's one for two at Churchill. Fletcher and Saez. Uh, Saez has ridden him four times in the past with two wins. So I think Pioneer Bonita has a big shot. And Mask Parade was my third choice in here just because he loves Churchill. And uh, I think you can – the Knicks go was a big disappointment on uh, uh, Derby Day. And uh, Al Stahl, uh, I think, was expecting this horse to run a lot better. But coming off a long layoff, he hadn't been out since Saratoga last year. So I think he'll be better in his second off a layoff. Uh, Corey takes the mount. Um, I think he's got a shot to – 
come up the rail and, and be a factor at the end. I just don't think he's as good as Rattle and Roll. And so I'm going to just, just go too deep. Rattle and Roll is my um, basically pick of the day in these four. I'm trying to beat him with Pioneer of Medina. And the main reason is on the kind of quick turnaround. This horse ran in the Pimlico Special on the 19th of May. And maybe on uh, short rest could be vulnerable. Um, if he is, then I think Pioneer Medina certainly uh, doesn't have a much of a gap to close on him. Uh, and this horse had a 99 buyer in the race at the fairgrounds back in February that would stack up very well here. He's won a race at Churchill, uh, ran well behind Rattle and Roll last time. And I like that Saez is back. Definitely owns outstanding, but uh, I just like the fact that Saez, this horse has won four times and Saez has been aboard for two of them. So I like Saez getting back. And also Pioneer Medina was on the lead last time, and I think he'll be better uh, which, with the trip. I think he'll get in here, which is uh, stalking the leader. And uh, he'll have maybe first run on rattle and roll when they turn for home. And if rattle and roll is just a slightest bit off his A game from the quick turnaround, Pioneer Medina with a little more rest, I think, can get him. But um, it's, uh, you know, those two for me um, in the pick four. It masquerades the other one, I, I'm like you, that I would take a look at just on the affinity for the track. And I just don't uh, quite think he's, I don't think he's quite as good as those top two. The 11th race is a maiden race for Phillies and Mayors three and up at seven furlongs. I kind of think it's a two-horse race. I'm going to use three in here because it only takes my ticket to $60. I took mythology on top on the angle that it's Brad Cox for Godolphin uh, and, a, and a debuting on a big day. And um, you know, a lot of stakes races, a lot of attention on this card, and they're debuting this horse on this day. Uh, but on form, uh, you, there's a lot to like about American Retro for Ian Wilkes. Two runner-up finishes. But both were on big days. I think it was opening day at Keeneland and then Derby weekend. And this horse caught two very well-meant uh, winners of the races in which American Retro ran second. So I think he's caught two very good uh, fields. And uh, I think he is uh, or she is going to be very, very tough in here. But I'm going to take mythology on top just on the angle of the connection. And then I'm going to also include Zeitlos, um, an 80 buyer off the layoff. Um, and the horse that uh, beat Zeitlos, uh, still, I believe it is, a Bill Mott runner uh, that was very, very impressive. So that was a good one that Zeitlos hooked. And just on that angle and the improvement in the buyer figure in the first start uh, this year, I'm going to take Zeitlos on my pick four ticket as well. But I took Mythology on top in the 11th. Who did you take? Uh, methodology and American Retro are, are my top two picks as well in here. Um, you always got to use Brad Cox's firsters, and this horse has been working well, just like Brad's horses always do. Uh, and like you say, he wants to debut him on a big day, and uh, I think he's the most likely winner. But you got some other horses in here who really performed well their last time out, including American Retro, for all the reasons that you mentioned. I threw in the, the two horses on the outside as well. I used Zeitlis, Rasmussen, and Giroux. Um, off that really good run at Keeneland, I got, got beat by two and a half with an 80 buyer. But also, he was a horse you didn't mention called Little Prankster. And this horse uh, debuted for Phil Bauer, who's not a, a well known trainer, but is two for 16 at, at um, Churchill Meet with actually 10 out of 16 in the money. And this horse uh, got bet first time out through the nine hole that day as well, but he w was bet down to two to one. So it was meant well and had a had a uh, 
uh, a big run at the end and got beat by Sweet Aztec. That was a strangely run race. They have the splits in that six furlong race are 20 and four fifths for the first uh, quarter Ooh. and then 44 and one for the half. I don't know if that's right or not, but if the horse that was on the lead at 20 and four and this horse, um, you know, didn't, wasn't that far off that, only two and a half lengths off that pace. So I think this horse is, is well meant, or this filly. And uh, BJ rides her back for Phil Bauer. I think she's got a big shot for the nine hole today. And so I'm going to use four deep when we get to the pick four with American Retro Methodology, Little Prankster, and Zylos. Okay, here's my ticket. It's a $60 ticket. I'm going to go three, four, six, seven in the first leg, then five deep in leg two, three, four, five, six, seven, then only two in the blame, one and seven, and then one, two, ten in the last leg, $60 ticket. How about you? We have extremely um, similar tickets. So I went six seven with three four six seven, with one seven, with one two nine ten in the last four thirty six dollar ticket. So it wouldn't cost uh, too much more probably to merge our two tickets since they are pretty similar nope. in this particular week. Nice card at Churchill. Some other uh, good stakes races around the country so some good uh, racing this weekend make sure you have funds in that keeneland select account got to build a bankroll up for the big cards at belmont park next weekend for jim goodman i'm tom leach that's the in the money podcast for keenelandselect.com <laughs>